Welcome to Peak Tales, a conversation about chromatography. Now here's your host, John. Hi, this is John. Welcome back uh, to another episode. Please pay attention and listen to the end of this episode as I will have a very special loyalty promotion for loyal podcast listeners. Now, let's get right to the content. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to the Peak Tales podcast. I'm joined with my friend Christoph today once again. Uh, today, Christoph's going to be talking about a simplified procedure to quantify drugs, uh, much like hydroxychloroquine in blood. So, Christoph, welcome back. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Good. And and today, I know you've got some some quick tips for us and some ideas. But but why don't you start by just talking about how do we usually quantify drugs in blood, plasma, and serum? Yeah, that's a very interesting topic. If, if some of you are curious what they do with your blood sample uh, from the doctor. Uh, so we have a nice occasion, opportunity today to discuss that. Now, uh, before we dig in there, uh, just need to go through a quick uh, legal disclaimer. Uh, so whatever we discuss today is for research only. And it's not uh, for use in diagnostic uh, procedures. Now, to answer your question, so how do we quantify that? We use uh, typically LC-MS-MS because it's a very sensitive and um, very selective technique to measure samples. But there's no way you can inject that blood or serum or plasma direct in, directly in the instrument. Uh, you need to do some sample preparation. The most commonly used technique um, to clean up a sample and extract your analyte of interest is SPE or solid phase extraction. I think uh, everybody is very familiar with the famous Bond Dilute uh, product line from Agilent. Uh, it's, it's, it's a very clean technique. At, and additionally, it also concentrates uh, your samples uh, to reach very low detection limits uh, if it's required. Now, uh, the new instruments, the triple quads, are getting so sensitive now that we don't necessarily always need that concentration factor that SPE provides. Um, another way to uh, quantify drugs uh, in blood or plasma or serum is to use a liquid-liquid extraction. That's simple. I mean, people like simple techniques. It's great to desalt samples. You basically shake your sample with a uh, water immiscible solvent at specific pH and, and specific uh, salt concentrations. And you want your analytes of interest to migrate in that organic layer and you want your interferences to stay in that water layer. And it's a very easy technique. However, sometimes it's very time consuming and labor intensive. So uh, people, they resort also to SLE for solid supported uh, liquid-liquid extraction. Pretty much the same thing as liquid-liquid extraction. The only difference is that it's done in 10 minutes um, and you don't have to shake and you don't have to be as involved in the lab. It basically use some cartridges uh, or 96 well plates like Camelute S to do liquid-liquid extraction without any shaking and so on. But that takes time and people, uh, they don't want to spend too much time doing R&D 
method optimization and so on. So now, with those great sensitive instruments, um, people, they like to do just simple things like protein precipitation and, um, and maybe want to do more analytes all at once, um, just like hydroxychloroquine and metabolites. And, and those metabolites are often more polar, um, different chemically uh, compared to uh, the parent drug. Uh, so it might be challenging to get them all at once, but with this protein precipitation approach, it's much more simple. And uh, that's why I personally like to use a Captiva EMR lipid, an award-winning uh, product that enables you to do that protein crash and remove lipids all at once in, in one easy step. So what is the advantage of that specific approach, Christoph? Well, that's the thing is that uh, often you don't want to spend too much time doing R&D. Let's say in your lab you have a new project and somebody's asking you to quantify some analytes um, in, in a blood product, for example, and um, you have many analytes that are different. Let's say some analytes are very polar, some analytes are non-polar, some are basic or neutral or acidic with different PKAs. So you scratch your head and you wonder how how am I going to get all those very different analytes extracted all at once? Well, my answer to this is keep it simple. Um, you can uh, perform a protein precipitation and uh, remove uh, that, that major interference in mass spec, which is proteins. That's a very big ion suppressor. Remove the proteins, but another big ion suppressor or, or interference in, in blood products are lipids. Believe it or not, you know, depending on what you eat, John, you have more or less lipids in your blood compared to mine. And that creates variability, right, um, between your sample and mine. You don't want to have different uh, quantification um, depending on the amount of lipids. So that's why you remove that lipid um, in a very easy step uh, doing that. And there are some cases where um, some drugs that we take, of course, they are in our bloodstream and they do bind to uh, blood proteins. So if you do sample prep and then you try to measure them, you try to quantify them and you say, well, wait a second, I'm not able to see that drug. It's because it's bound to proteins. And in that case, you certainly need to perform a protein precipitation with uh, maybe formic acid to disrupt protein binding or uh, some ammonia as well. So is this what you used uh, on the hydroxychloroquine? That's right, yes. So it's actually, uh, I didn't do that work uh, specifically. It's the Research Institute of the McGill University Health Center in Montreal. They did the work and they developed the procedure uh, using that simplified approach. Uh, and it, it was very simple. So they, they just needed a, a hundred microliter of, of whole blood and they diluted that in water uh, to um, open up uh, those uh, red blood cells. They added ammonia uh, to disrupt protein binding. And of course, they performed a protein precipitation in acetonitrile. And acetonitrile is the best solvent uh, to crash proteins. And then they spun that, and it was time to clean that up. Uh, very simple again. They applied that supernatant on Captiva EMR, uh, and it was 
used like a filter and both proteins and lipids were removed in that one easy step. Then what they did is that they dried down the sample just to concentrate it and they were able to dissolve that in their mobile phase A just to make sure that their sample was in the perfect uh, conditions to start their chromatography. And that's just a procedure they used. They had beautiful linearity from a concentration of zero to 100 uh, nanogram per ml, nice precision, good recoveries, and so on for a super simple technique. Wow, it sounds uh, like they did some work to create this um, procedure overall. And uh, looks like uh, it's paid off quite well. So uh, what I would suggest is that folks just check out the show notes. We're going to have a link to that application note. And you can see the work that uh, Christoph just discussed. And certainly uh, Christoph and, and our other application engineers are available to help you with any questions you might have as you work through a uh, very similar methodology or if you look to re repeat some of the work uh, that uh, was done by the team at McGill. And a very easy way to reach us, uh, obviously, uh, you can contact your local Agilent uh, sales representative, or you can even send us an, e an email at peaktails at agilent.com, all one word, peaktails at agilent.com, and we'll be sure to get back to you and get you plugged in with the right resources. Christoph, with that, I just want to say thank you for presenting this to us today. Uh, thank you for your time. And we look forward to having you again on the podcast real soon. Bye for now. Hey, thanks again for joining us for this important conversation. And uh, I want you to look forward to some future episodes of the Peak Tail Podcast. Uh, but right now, I'd ask you to share some of these with your colleagues. It's a great opportunity to uh, get them to learn about things that they may not be familiar with. Uh, leave us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts and any of the other podcast app, apps uh, where you can find us, certainly. And let me give you that promo code. Um, the promo code for being a loyal listener is 1599-1599, only available in North America. And that gives you a one-time discount on some uh, consumables and chemistries. Uh, there are certain restrictions that apply and you can talk with your sales rep uh, about all of that. But we want to provide that to you so that uh, we can recognize you as a loyal listener. Tell your friends. That's pretty much the way podcasts uh, get found and discovered and how we can continue to bring to bring you this great content. So uh, we appreciate that and look forward to hearing from you soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of Peak Tales. For more information on what was discussed today, contact your local Agilent representative or go online to Agilent.com.